This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Reds are on the radio. This is Brenneman and Jones on Baseball, presented by United Dairy Farmers, and brought to you in part by AE Door and Window Company. And by Rumpke Waste and Recycling on 700 WLW, the home of the Reds. Tracy, yesterday we talked about the ball club and concentrated on pitching. Uh, let's talk about this club offensively and, and where guys might play. The, you know, a lot of people are surprised when they say, well, this club did something to improve its offense. And the first reaction for the uninitiated would be, well, they set an all-time club record for home runs. This team was 12th in the National League in runs scored. So, the hell with home runs. They're trying to improve their run production, and, and we touched on it yesterday, and Castellanos and in Moustakas, these are two guys who have a track record. Yeah, they've got great numbers. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League. As always, brought to you by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. I'm Tommy Thraw. Thanks for joining us. We'll have Jim Day joining us at the uh, bottom of the hour. Right now, we're visiting with Reds pitcher Sonny Gray. And uh, Sonny, uh, again, thanks for taking time to join us. I, I know this is a, a unique time. Uh, there's really no way for a player to prepare for something like this. You've never been through anything like this. Nobody has. Uh, so, so what's your plan of attack as far as trying to keep your arm it's somewhat in shape now as, as this layoff kind of lingers here? Hey, Sonny, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I, I, I think I lost you for a little bit. I, I was asking, uh, what, what's, what's kind of your plan of attack now as, as this, uh, this kind of layoff, as it lingers here? Um, what, how are you trying to keep your arm in shape? What, what kind of things are you doing? And, and are you trying to keep your arm at, at 100% like you were towards the end of spring training? Or are you just trying to keep it loose like you may through an offseason? How, 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 how do you plan for that? Or what, what's your plan of attack for that? Uh, man, there's, I don't think there's a right way here. I don't, I don't think there's a wrong way here. Um, I actually just played catch now, so I'm fortunate to have some some friends in the area that you know that that know baseball, that play baseball, that have played baseball, and um, we're kind of one of my buddies has a has a has a big field and a little farm behind our house that that we've been throwing at and we've been throwing on the street and Kurt Kurt Casale is up here, um, so me and Kurt. Uh, I've, I've looked into all the – we're going to go hit some golf balls. We're just kind of going to hit it back and forth and you know, tomorrow, and, and he lives close, and then we're going to take our gloves and throw and, and do all the things so we can get some long talks in. So I've been, I'm going to meet him probably three times a week, kind of what we've been doing, and uh, you know, just playing catch and, and getting outside. I mean, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm a pretty germaphobe guy, though, so I've, I've got my hand sanitizer in my pocket. We're not like – you know, we're not like we're definitely not hanging out, um, but playing catch and being together is also like something that is really cool for us to, to you know, to do at this time. 
uh, we, you know, we take a ball, we're not licking our fingers, we're not doing all the things, we're just kind of playing catch and uh, just kind of following like the CDC, CDC and the WHO website, like all their guidelines that they've kind of got for us right now, um, which has been cool, you know. Um, me and my wife have, have gotten these workout classes. She's, she's got this workout class she's got us doing. Um, and then for, for Gunner, you know, he's out of school and he, he's out of everything, so we're kind of, she's got this ABC workout thing. So we do our we do our ABCs and A is for like you know A is a thing B is for burpees like B is for ten burpees C is for uh, C's been for for try to try to do a cartwheel like some some family things we've kind of been doing together and then I um, I went and bought a bunch of like weights and stuff from just just the things that I need you know some of the heavy baseballs and whatever and I've been you know, I've been throwing them in my backyard. There's, I have a tree, you know, throw, throw the weighted ball off a tree and then go play catch and then clean, wash your hands. Like we've been just been trying to follow the protocol, but we've been doing a lot of things together as a family, man. It's been, it's been pretty cool. Um, I've got some dumbbells and the Reds have done a really good job of, they send us a bunch of information of like, Hey, this is, this is an option. They're not mandatory saying like, this is what you have to do. But they've just been giving us options, which has been cool. Uh, they've been giving us a bunch of different things, saying like, "Hey, this is." So I, I think the Reds have definitely been on top of uh, sending us things and sending us info, and and like, "Hey, this is what you can." But as far as throwing wise, um, I've been throwing hard. I mean, I can throw pretty hard to throw. I don't know kind of where I'm at as far as length of an inning or whatever. But as as far as throwing everything, I've kind of kept it to the end of the off season, um, where all I need is. You know, I've thrown curveballs, and I've been throwing curveballs, and I've been throwing sliders, and I've been throwing changes. So I've kind of tried to keep it ramped up at a my arm wise at a pretty high intensity level. Um, and then I've been doing shoulder maintenance programs that that the Reds have sent us, and and all of those things. But I've been trying to keep my arm pretty high intensity level. And then training wise, I mean, um, kind of the same. Like the workouts we've been doing, I've been we got a bike, so I've been riding my bike. Yeah, I've been going for two different outings a day. Just you know, just the things that the CDC and everyone's recommending. But but as far as you can do it, kind of at home and kind of together and kind of in a safe environment. Um, you know, it's been fun for us. We've been kind of trying to. You've been getting a lot of family time, so it's been it's been it's been it's been okay so far. Yeah, sounds like you guys are certainly creating a lot of good memories there in the family too. And I know you said that that's something you were aiming to do, and uh, it sounds like you're well on your way to doing that. This, this spring, you and I talked early in the spring. Uh, games hadn't even started yet. Uh, I think you guys had just reported. I don't even know if position players had reported yet, but we had already talked about how different spring training was for you. You, you had your yeah. elbow cleaned up after last season. Um, you, you're, you're obviously coming off a tremendous year last year. How did that continue uh, into the spring? I mean, just watching you interact, it seemed like you had a lot more interaction with other pitchers, and, and you were kind of just talking shop with guys a little more this year. It, just your whole presence around the, the complex and, and camp seemed a little different than it was last year. In addition to you saying how much better you felt, how, how different was this camp? Man, it was good. I, I, I said numerous times to uh... – I said numerous times to DJ and everything. I came into camp feeling good after my elbow, and I was a little skeptical coming in because I was like, I haven't done this, I haven't thrown with this, with you know, since the surgery and everything. But and then I was like, oh, this is cool. Like I feel good. I got through a bullpen. I feel good. I feel good. And I got through games, and I feel, I just felt good, man. I just, I don't know, man. I I kind of went through a lot. And if you're talking about in the baseball career, I kind of uh, I, I talk about all the time, like 
like trying not to, you know, take your ups and downs and kind of stay even killed. That's just what I've tried to do, man. I, I just try to stay even killed. And then I think people that, that kind of know me, the guys on the team and this and that, they're kind of, they know me, they know a different version of me than everyone else. Cause I kind of, I mean, I'm a, I don't think it's a secret. I'm, I'm a pretty private, private person. I'd say like, I'm pretty reserved when it comes to like, I don't want to put myself in the spotlight. Uh, it's not kind of like something that I'm used to. It's kind of not like what I do. Um, but then I'm kind of like, you know, they're not putting yourself in the spotlight. That's a different thing. But you, you can also like, you can just be yourself. You can just be yourself all, I mean, at, at all times, you know, like you can be the same, you can be the same version of you at all times. And I don't know, man, it's just, uh, I just try, I just tried to kind of do that, like be the same guy. Uh, it's one thing to like talk about it, but then I believe like talk, don't talk about it, be about it. Um, so I just try to be the same guy. And that's kind of like how, it's just kind of like, you know, what we've got and what we've been doing. Just try to be the same guy, be the same version of yourself, be just the positive, like, happy guy that I – because mean, that's, that's, that's kind of who I am, and that's kind of – it's a joke. Like, they always they say they named me Sonny for a reason, and, and so that's, that's just it, man. So um, that's kind of how it was in spring, and I'm just trying to continue that and talk to some people that are, you know, influential in my life and, and, then, and then do that. You know, it's just, just, just kind of how I was doing, trying to continue to do the same thing. But I do miss baseball, that's for sure. I, um, <laughs> I, I was super – I mean, I was ready, man. I, I think we all were. I think the, the vibe in the Reds locker room and the vibe like that we were all getting was like this could be something special. So it's very unfortunate that – oh, am I talking too long? Sorry. No, you're, you're good. You can wrap up your point. Go ahead. Oh. I think it's important for the Reds to kind of like continue to, to be that. We've got some group texts going around, and the guys are staying positive, and it's – it's something that, that we've tried to do as an organization because we will play baseball in 2020. We just don't exactly know when it is, so we're all trying to, to stay ready for that moment and continue the things that, that, we, are, you know, that, that, that we were planning on doing in spring training whenever it happens. No doubt. Sonny, thanks so much for being on with us, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you again soon. Sweet, brother. That is Hit me up any that hit me up is anytime. Definitely. That is Reds pitcher Sonny Gray joining us. Reds Hot Stove continues in a moment, and we'll have Jim Day on with us. This is the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League. As always, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. Did you know about the Reds Rookies Fan Club? It's the perfect for fans up to three years old, whether it's a gift or for your little one. The Reds Rookies Club has it all, including a diaper bag, uh, your choice between an organic cotton uh, blanket or Tervis Sippy Cup. Plus, members get to participate in a pregame parade on the field and have access to exclusive membership-only events, tickets, and more. For additional information, visit reds.com slash fanclubs. And uh, we are happy to welcome in Jim Day now. How, how, how are things going there, Jim? I could use one of those sippy cups. You've been around you? me when I <laughs> eat and drink. I usually wear half of yes. it. So that's a good yeah. deal. Yeah, you know what? Maybe there's a bib in there, too. That would work out real well for you. A I mean, red bib? Be... If they could throw that in, I, it's perfect for me. You know, with, with the little Ziploc, the, the little, not Ziploc, but the, the Velcro in the back, maybe? I think that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you need that. Yeah. We could, maybe we could present that to you one night at dinner. Oh, please do. In front of everyone. I think 
Yeah, yeah well, you know, that seems to be the best stage for um, uh, gift presentations. <laughs> I guess we could call it that. There have been a few of those. A few gag gifts. Yes, and a few real gifts sure. as well, yeah. I've, but we I've digress. Never seen a re- I've never seen a real gift. Yeah, we have we have so much to talk about, so we should probably. Uh, yeah. By the way, if you'd like to, if you'd like to be a part of the show, give us a call one eight hundred the big one. This is the Reds Hot Stove. He's Jim Day. I'm Tommy Thrall. Uh, great to be with you again. The phone number one eight hundred the big one. If you want to talk some Reds baseball, of course, as I mentioned at the top of the show, tomorrow would have been. Opening day. I mean, you could practically smell the fresh-cut grass, the, the oh. popcorn popping, the hot dogs sizzling on the grills, uh, the the bright sunshine splashing across Great American Ballpark. That will probably all, well, at least the sun splashed on the ballpark and the grass being freshly cut will probably still happen, unfortunately. Uh, if you want to get a fill of Reds baseball, there are going to be some avenues to do that albeit replays. Uh, last year's opening day was extremely exciting. There's going to be a replay of that game, as I understand, on Fox tomorrow, right? Correct? Fox Sports? Yeah, when uh, Derek Dietrich introduced himself to Red fans with a late home run. Boy, did he ever. That was that, It was incredible. I tell you what, the... It was a great day. La- last year's opening oh, day was man. a terrific day. It was a good weather day. Gosh, it's uh, with the weather. They're talking about 70 degrees and sunny tomorrow. Uh, Oh, uh, I know. It, it, unbelievable, isn't it? And yeah. um, the, the game will also be replayed. If you want to listen to the radio call of that game, it'll be replayed tomorrow at 4 o'clock across the Reds uh-huh. radio network as well. So a couple of ways to catch last year's opening day. Um, and, and the other thing, too, how about this one? Uh, hashtag opening day at home. Uh, the Reds are asking fans to go ahead and still celebrate Tomorrow, as though it would be opening day, there will be plenty of Reds baseballs we talked about. You can watch the game um, that will air at 1 o'clock. There will be the replay on Fox Sports Ohio. Uh, But in addition to that, go ahead, support the Reds. Wear your Reds gear tomorrow. Uh, Whether you're working from home, whether you're out going for a walk, it's going to be a glorious day. Get outside. The one thing we have learned through all of this and reading everything is it is still a good idea to go outside Get some fresh air as long as you're keeping your social distance from one another. So uh, if you're out and about tomorrow, you are getting outside, you're getting some of that fresh air, you're enjoying what figures to be an outstanding day, uh, wear your Reds gear. Uh, take some pictures um, and, and let the whole world see it and still show that you've got some enthusiasm for Reds baseball because whenever opening day happens, we're all going to be very excited, and uh, you can use hashtags on social media, hashtag opening day at home, hashtag Reds country, so that way everybody can enjoy that with you, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, w- whatever the social media platform you prefer. Um, still still trying to keep spirits high by celebrating some degree of baseball tomorrow, and it's just, it, it doesn't, I don't know, Jim, it just doesn't feel real, does it? I mean, th- doesn't this just almost feel like a bad dream that we just can't wake up from? Well, it's, uh, it's been tough and it's been it's been different but um i applaud the people that have been doing the right things and uh, as you heard sonny gray talk the reds have really been on top of uh the situation as far as with players and employees and i applaud what they have done uh, and what major league baseball has done so far uh it's all about being responsible and uh but it is very real um you know baseball is such a, uh, I mean, it's so huge in our world, obviously. It's everything in our world. Uh, Reds baseball right. is so big in Reds country, but it's 
it pales in comparison to what's going on in the world uh, and society, and we just have to adhere to what's going on. But uh, at the same time, it's it's a bummer that we won't be playing ball tomorrow. And at this time, every year, uh, we're usually having our pre-production meeting about now, and I'm even having a parade meeting because yours truly hosts the parade as well. Um, so no parade tomorrow, no opening day, but I'm confident at some point we'll we'll get to that and we'll when it's um, back to being important. And I, I know fans can't wait. And I, I think once baseball does return, wow, the uh, the attention is going to be unbelievable. We're all looking for distractions, um, yeah. even if it's played in stadiums without fans to start it. Who knows what's going to happen or when it's going to happen, but. There's going to be a lot of attention. I know the ratings are for the radio and TV are going to be through the roof. Well, and I think that's the thing that, that you know, you, you, you don't try to make light of the situation because you can't. It, it is a very serious matter, but you can. that doesn't mean you can't try to still find some positives in everything, in every situation. And, and I think a lot of people are trying to do that. And Sonny Gray was certainly doing that as well. We'll talk a little bit more about that as well from a sports perspective, a baseball perspective, when we come back. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League. Presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF from Jim Day and I's respective living rooms on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF with Jim Day. I'm Tommy Thrall, and we are broadcasting from our living rooms. Jim Day's up in Loveland. I am broadcasting from, I guess I can't really call it my living room. It's like my office, kitchen, and living room all in one here in Mount Adams and, uh, and, and my place. So, uh, But we're happy to be talking some Reds baseball with you today. And you can sign up your son or daughter for the coolest club in all of Reds country. For only 30 bucks, your child can become a Reds Heads Kids Club member and get an exclusive backpack, jersey, A. Eugenio Suarez bobblehead, free Reds tickets, members-only experiences, and more for tickets or to – Purchase, rather. Purchase today at reds.com slash kidsclub. And, uh, Jimmy, we got, uh, we got a fella calling in from Sharonville. We've got Dale on the line. Dale, what's going on? Well, I think we have Dale on the line. We may have lost Dale. Hey, I'm here. Yep. Oh, there you are, Dale. What's hey. up, man? Hey, not too much. Hey, uh, this is a quick question for you. Um, do you think if, like, um, baseball starts here, let's say, like, in the next – like two months or something. Um, do you think the, the city could still have some sort of like opening day parade kind of thing, like the day before the day of like the first game? Just kind of get like the city kind of into it a little. Yeah. Well, thanks for the thanks for the call, Dale. I appreciate the question, Jim. You. You've been a part of a season before that started uh, past when it was scheduled to start. Is this does this seem like something that would be feasible? Is, is this something that the city has pulled off before? Well, I I can remember a few instances. Uh, one, nineteen ninety, when the Reds won it, they started late because of a labor dispute. I actually started on the road in Houston that year. Um, believe it or not, uh, I also remember nineteen ninety nine when they had to play the one extra game. Uh, with the Mets, which was a uh, tough game, but in just a few hours' notice, they sold out Riverfront Stadium. And so, can you get something done? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, rally together. I think the city of Cincinnati could 
uh, could get anything done. And I, I don't think you're going to have hours notice. You're going to have pretty good notice of uh, yeah. what's going on. I, I think opening day is so big in Cincinnati, uh, people will be starving to have it, whether that's whenever it happens. Um, I think, you know, this is just me talking, and I, I know not, I have no inside information from the city or the Reds or MLB or anyone, but I would think certainly they could get that done. I would I would think that it would be a heck of a celebration and kind of a return a celebration of a return to normalcy perhaps. Yeah. You know, I mean, as long as the you know the back. CDC and the government is uh, you know where the social distancing has passed us, then yeah. But right. you know, well, there's also the scenarios where the, you could start the season without crowds as well. But no one really knows. Um, it's really in the hands of, of our state and federal leaders uh, of what's going to happen and we can speculate all we want but um if you know if the scenario happens where you're not playing in front of crowds then that would be tough maybe you would have some type of parade at a later date once this social distancing and once you know the uh, pandemic is um relieved um that could happen but it's all who knows i mean it's that's uh, a million things that go through our minds in society, what's going on with this and that, and we're all just waiting to see. Well, that's and that's all we can do. I mean, there's, there's, as long as everything's still going on as it is, there, there's no way to know. There's no way to yeah. know when the season's going to start. There's no way nah. to know once the season starts. Are we going to be able to have fans? Um, no way of knowing where games will be played. I mean, how long the season will go. I mean, there's, you read a lot of reports, and it's. It, you know, I, I don't want to say – you hate to use words like fun in times like this, but it's been interesting to read some of the articles and some of the perspectives of different writers and national folks that have, have uh, thrown out different scenarios of what the baseball season could look like. I, I was I was jotting down some notes this morning um, about what a possible season could look like, and, and maybe this thing goes into November. Who knows? You know, we, we don't – we have no idea – what baseball is going to do? We 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 don't, and and there's no way of knowing. So you can't really plan for um, an opening day celebration when you don't know what what opening day is going to look like or when it's even going to be. So it's such yeah. a tough situation right now that we're all in. Uh, if you've got a question, uh, maybe you've got a comment, maybe you've got some baseball you want to talk. Uh, give us a call five one three seven four nine seven thousand, or you can reach us at one eight hundred the big one. Those are your two options five one three seven four nine seven thousand one eight hundred. The big one. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League. We'll wrap it up. Uh, this is Jim Day. I'm Tommy Thrall on the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League with Jim Day. I'm Tommy Thrall. As always, we are presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. Registration is open for the College Advantage Red Legs Run. On Saturday, May 30th, sign up today for the 10K, 5K, one-mile family run or the Gappers Kids Fun Run. All proceeds benefit the Reds community. Fund register today at reds.com slash run. And uh, we've got another caller on the line, Dave in Redding. Welcome to the show. How you doing, Dave? Hey, Tommy. How you doing? Great, great. Uh, how are you? Well, I'm pretty good. My question is, is uh, I know you don't know and we don't know what's going to happen with the season, but... But have you heard any rumors of uh, any uh, other deals that the Reds are going to make? 
Well, I appreciate the call, Dave. Uh, I, I haven't, Jim. I, I, you know, I, I think, you know, it was all going to be contingent on how things went in spring training. I mean, it, it was, you know, if there were more deals to be made, and I'm not sure, you know, there's always, there's always ways to upgrade a club. Um, the, obviously, we're hearing a lot of speculation, a lot of rumors about possibly upgrading the shortstop position. Um, and, and, you know, we still hadn't seen Freddie Galvis play defensively yet when, when spring training came to a close. So that was one spot that may uh, still be uh, available to upgrade. But I think a lot of things were contingent on how the way the rest of the spring training went and who might be available to trade. And, and it sounded like if, if a deal was going to get made, it would have to be a trade. Would you agree with that, Jim? Oh, yeah. The one that would impact it, the, the team, uh, for sure. I mean, there's still some free agents floating out there, but I, I'm not sure that any of the Reds are interested in. And I have no, I mean, I don't want to talk about rumors. I haven't heard any, but I don't like to talk about them anyways. Um, I think they were pretty content going to the season with um, what they had and the upgrades that they made with Castellanos and Moustakis and Nakayama and Wade Miley. Um but you know they're hey they're always going to listen to the things that are going on. But right now I think there's much bigger fish to fry. I'm not sure there's uh they're talking deals or anything. Um, there's much bigger fish to fry. So I don't yeah. think that uh, there's any wheel of a deal at all going on right now because no one knows what no. the future holds uh, other than hoping that the game uh, will be played this season. And I, I know one thing when it does get played. Uh, whenever that is in the future, that it's going to be, um, it's going to be so good. It's so needed in society and Reds country. I, I just can't wait. Um, I, I think this has kind of been a step back moment for all of us here in the United States and around the world, and just kind of figuring out what's important and what's not in life. Um, yeah, I, and right, right now, wheeling and dealing wouldn't be part of that. Well, and like you said, you don't know what the season's going to look like, so it's hard to know what kind of moves need to be made. And, and, yeah. and all the I think they're pretty, pretty content, much man. I don't know about you. I think they, they're pretty content with what they have. I think they were very confident in what they had, and there's no yeah. reason not to be. I mean, the guys that they were counting on, we saw Castellanos really take some good swings. I don't think the numbers had started to show up, but it was spring training, so you don't make a lot of that. Moustakis looked outstanding, as you expected him to look. And I thought he looked pretty comfortable at second base, too, which was a, a oh. big question mark going into the spring. And there, there, yeah, there, there was, was so much excitement going, yeah, going into the season. And uh, like I said, they were confident and content with what they had. Um, and yeah. just... You know, it was, it was just, they had on paper a team to compete, and nope. yeah, and I, I think they'll be very well served though. Uh, Derek Johnson kind of touched on this in a conference call yesterday. If they play this year, whatever the length of the season being, it's going to be a sprint to the finish, and you're gonna they've got a team that I think they can come out of the gates with and rely on their pitching, their depth in their pitching, and it can still be exciting here in 2020. I can't play baseball it's gonna happen sometime it will happen at some point and when it does it is going to be a major relief for all of us everybody every single person is going to be excited to see baseball played again when that day eventually rolls around so we can't wait jim always a pleasure and uh you know stay safe my friend you too and everyone out there hang in there that's 
hang in there, stay positive. Positive thoughts will carry you a long, long way. That's all the time we have today on the Reds Hot Stove League. Big thanks to Sonny Gray. Also thanks to the broadcast sheriff, Dave Keaton. For Jim Day, I'm Tommy Thrall. We'll talk to you again next week on the Reds Hot Stove League on the Reds Radio Network.